M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Westwood One presents The Final Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. The Final Word. Wow. That was amazing. That was rousing. And there were arm movements. I felt like I was taken back to the samurai. Yes. And and I, it, it sounded like a war cry. Yes, yes, that's exactly that, what it was. Is that what you were going for? Oh my goodness, exactly, you can read my mind now. I, I instantly saw Tom Cruise in a little weird ponytail. <laughs> And I felt like, we're going to win. That's that's exactly what I wanted to evoke in the listener. Oh my gosh, because it would be different had you gone, ah! Yes. Because then I would have known that you were doing Mel Gibson. Right. Braveheart. Yes, yes, yes. That's next week. That's that going to be next week? That's next week. Because you know why? You, you know will why? not take our freedom! <laughs> okay, I had, I... After you brought this up, this story up really quickly you, about the uh, Congress, the person running for Congress and uh, the Bigfoot porn. Uh, OK, I just I don't <laughs> understand the story. And so this is why I brought it up, because you're usually better with the um, the porn. And so if I may. And so I just don't understand. Like, this is not we're not going to live here. But. What is what's the deal? I don't understand. Well, well it, you know what? When I when I saw that story, when I posted it, I said, you know, I am clearly living in the Bizarro timeline, and I need somebody to come and get me. And this woman wrote back. She's like, I am clairvoyant. Let me tell you some what I'm what I'm hanging my hat on these days, Angela. Random people telling you they're clairvoyant. And, on Facebook. Random, random. Do you know that Facebook has some problems? I don't yes. know if you've heard. Recently, you know what she said? She said she listen, listen. She said she had a reading saying that. We had jumped the timeline two years ago, but we are getting back on in August. And that is good in enough August? in August. And that's good enough for <laughs> Lindsay, me. Lindsay's doing the crazy, the crazy sign <laughs> listen. over in the booth. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Listen, listen, okay, listen. Okay, I want to remind you yet again, <laughs> Facebook, remember how we talked about Facebook wouldn't be the place we got our information? <laughs> that like you Don't could kill look my at dreams. Cute, cute Don't kill my dreams. animal photos and talk with your friends, but maybe that that wouldn't be our news source <laughs> or our prosnock. The lady, the nice, what are you <laughs> like, prescient? Our prescient the nice lady um, said it's gonna get back to normal. You don't normal know she's nice. You don't know she's a lady. Okay, you don't know nothing. <laughs> 
Okay, this is the deal. Leslie Cockburn's a Democrat in Virginia who's running against this guy who's a Republican, Denver Regalman. Regalman? Sure. Um, who cares, Mr. Regalman? But apparently, <laughs> I don't, from what I've been able to glean of this story, he wrote a book or was involved in writing the mm-hmm. book about Bigfoot. But the way that he puts it is that the whole thing was meant to be funny. Right, right, right. Um, and so his quote was, um, I didn't know there was Bigfoot erotica, even with all my Bigfoot studies. <laughs> I thought this was such a joke that nobody would ever be dumb enough to think that it was real, but I guess her campaign did. Because her campaign came out, I guess, in some way, and I don't I don't see how they said it, but basically suggested that two things. One, I think, is actually an issue, mm-hmm. which is that he is, uh, well, that, that um, the white supremacy. So that he was campaigning with white supremacists. Yes. And there is evidence of that. Right. <laughs> that, you know, that is true. We're having a little trouble verifying the Bigfoot situation, but, but apparently we're not the first people to have that problem. Right, right, right. That's but not the, a failure of the final word. You know, what's, what kills me is that we, we can prove the white supremacists, but not the Bigfoot. So why, So the whole, So everything kind of gets thrown up, but it is one of those things where you're like, exactly, you read this headline, Bigfoot erotica becomes an issue in Virg- Virginia congressional campaign, and I just... It part of me wants to sit down like at the end of Blade Runner. Yes. When um what's his name? Is it it's Dolph? Oh, Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer, I always do that. Rutger Hauer is in his little silver man panties and he's all kind of pastied out, you know, he's been running around trying mm-hmm. to kill Harris on the rooftops mm-hmm. all like and he just he sits down with that dove in his hand yes. and he just slowly he just like dies and then the dove re- is released like yes. a prince video yeah. in the middle of this sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. That's how this this story that headline made me feel because yeah. I was like in the midst of children still being separated from their parents and being given psychotropic drugs with nobody's permission, not even a doctor's approval in the midst of uh, a president saying that that he's open to have to having face-to-face discussions with the president of Iran, Rouhani, with no conditions, to, you know, um, various, to Paul Manafort's trial beginning today. Yes, to the fact that Rudy Giuliani had the wherewithal to shape his lips into saying collusion is not a crime. But that was only one of the 17 weird things that came out of that pie hole. There's no way you're going to bring down the president of the United States on the testimony uncorroborated of a proven liar. This guy is a proven liar. But you don't, the president's credibility is not an issue. You don't think the president has a similar credibility problem? He does not. I've been sitting here looking in the federal code trying to find collusion as a crime. <laughs> collusion is not a crime. I'm not even know if that's a crime, colluding about Russians. Okay. <laughs> you start, you start analyzing the crime. The hacking is the crime. The well, hacking that is the certainly crime. is the original Well, the president crime. didn't yes. hack. He didn't pay them for hacking. So when I said today that there was no collusion and therefore, uh, and that collusion also is no crime, I've been saying that from the very beginning, so did John Dowd. It's a very, very uh, familiar lawyer's argument that uh, the alternative, uh, my client didn't do it, and even if he did it, it's not a crime. Like, I don't understand what's going on in his head. It's like somebody took him every day and they just shake him like like a magic eight ball and then like pseudo words and thoughts come out. He, he basically, we'll get to that too, but so we re- I see this headline of the Bigfoot erotica and I want to understand it. If there's one thing, <laughs> I want to understand this story and I just don't, Francis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. In fact, oddly, I know more now about capital gains tax, which is something that has eluded me for years. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where we're at. That's where we are. But, but uh, that is where our politics are. It's that w- my problem overall 
is <gasps> if we can't beat these people without Bigfoot erotica, I fear <laughs> for Thank us. You. I want to say I this woman's Leslie Cochran. What is going on in your campaign that you even brought it up? You had white supremacists lead with that. <laughs> Me. Lead with that. <laughs> Yeah, some people aren't going to care, but those people weren't voting for you anyway, Leslie. Oh, man. I just, like, I just don't understand how you can, like, why are you even bringing this up? It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Um, but we do want to make sure we also say that here in California, and actually in several places around the world, and in, uh, in several places around this country, there are multiple wildfires. But here, the fires have threatened nearly 10,000 homes in Northern California. They've already destroyed over 800 homes. Mm-hmm. The car fire is now considered the seventh worst fire. Yeah. And it's, in, from what I can tell, in no way contained. under control. It's contained. not contained. So that situation is huge, and, and I think that it is important. Obviously, people follow the evacuation orders. Be safe. Take care of yourself we've heard horribly that heartbreaking that, stories that gut-riching story from that man who lost his family on the phone yeah they were the, his grandchildren were talking to him and you know and said it was his wife and their two grandchildren i believe mm-hmm. were together and he said you know grandpa and he was actually helping people evacuate the grandfather yeah. and um they passed on the phone with him the fire just got to them and so and there's been several uh, responders uh, i think two different people who do bulldozers who move mm-hmm. you know things for the fire they've passed they've um been perished in these fires so the um we're obviously looking out for all that and watching that especially when we have a government that doesn't seem to be functioning without a crisis right um so also uh so we want to make sure we say that um and then uh all the other things we mentioned (laughs) like let's start with giuliani if we mean collusion is not a crime not a crime let me tell you something how about it's just bad form (laughs) it's rude it's just rude. Let me tell you something. One of the, the earliest stories, if we still teach history in school, no, oh no, is Benedict Arnold. You know, no, we don't. You know, you mean better to come or back? Yes. We do have that. <laughs> we we do cool. teach that class. That's Doctor Who. Um, is he an American or not? He was never. No, he was never Doctor Who. He wasn't. Wasn't he Doctor? He no. seems Doctor Who. He doesn't. He doesn't. But he was never Doctor Who. Who on him. Was never Doctor. Which Who. I'm not really. I've never been a fan of. My husband would be so ashamed of me. Only right now. one person belongs in the phone booth, and that's Superman. Aww. Everybody else is an interloper. Look at you. Look at you. But, but for me, I'm sitting here going. <laughs> I don't even really care. For me, <laughs> I look at this situation with with Trump, and. You know, I feel like a 82-year-old black woman on sitting on her porch and I'm like, I don't, I don't even think you have to be black. I know, but I that's you 82. You got to first you did have to live through the depression. You did. You did. <laughs> For but, this to but, really hurt. But I feel like I I feel like screaming on my porch being like, "Y'all trying me." Yeah. Y'all, okay, there y'all I get trying it. Trying me. You children are trying me. Like that's what y'all I feel. think I will spank you, <laughs> exactly. but I will take this nation, throw it across my lap, and spank you. Yes, I y'all will. Your parents don't know how to raise you right. Here's my problem, Rud- um, Giuliani. You are a lawyer. You're uh, ostensibly one of Trump's lawyers, and for this sentence to come out of your mouth on Fox and Friends, I don't even know if it's a crime. If that's a crime, including with Russians, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? Maybe since that's all we've been talking about for two years. Exactly. Shouldn't you? Maybe you know what? Somebody could somebody look that up? No. Instead, I know more about whether or not there's Bigfoot erotica. And then on top of that, he went on to say, looking in the federal code, trying to find collusion as a crime. Oh, good. You're gonna look at that's nice of you to do that. The hacking is a crime. Mm-hmm. The president didn't hack. He didn't pay for that for hacking. Now here we we go into why I yet again believe I am right that there is no master plan. And then in fact, <laughs> if Rudy Giuliani doesn't have something going on that's debilitating in his brain, he's incredibly stupid because he went on this 
spur through this 45 minute interview of denying things questions saying no to questions that have not been asked so which is a really bad idea Lindsay's like that's weird she's doing the dog head, mm-hmm. tilt thing like mm-hmm. hmm, why would you do that for example he said the pets the president didn't pay for hacking to my knowledge nobody's ever suggested that nobody's asking so to me francis it's the same thing as me saying to you um you ask you asking me you know um have did i collude with the russians did you collude with the russians um no i don't even know if that would be a crime and i didn't murder anybody either See, I didn't ask you about murder. Yeah, but I didn't. I wouldn't have done that. Now I have to look into you for murder. But I didn't do. I wouldn't have done that. Nor did I commit any kind of robberies, or pay for that. What I feel like. I also have not. I have not done any Bigfoot erotica. Here's my issue. Okay, maybe a little. Maybe just a little. Softcore. Just, just sorry. Some fan fiction. I can't let it go because it's confusing. It's it's fan fiction. Um, (laughs) Listen, for me, I'm sitting here and I keep going. What a, what do they want from us? <laughs> oh no, dude! What? You're so thank you for coming to Angela every morning. They want Francis, everybody from up me. And I go, there's a little patio on my off of my my balcony, my uh, bedroom. I go out and I look at the sky and I say, just say it. <laughs> just tell us what you want, and I will do everything I can to make it happen. Yeah, and I mean that. I will. I mean that desperately. <laughs> Whatever. If Donald Trump, if they could just say, "This is what we want," I know. I think that I, would, I can get people behind it. Whatever. You know what? I, I think, think I could raise. I could raise. Here's my thing. We could call if he the, wanted the United States Trump land until he dies. Actually, I, I, would, I would do it. I would totally do it. I would do it if he would go away. <laughs> if he I would just do stays it. Stays out of politics. All I would of them have to go. Do it. Like, oh, girl, all of them. don't you love Pence, living in Trump land? Off them, girl. I live in Trump Towers. I think we can put Trump on everything. We can all be forced to wear a hat that says. Trump what what's it gonna take <laughs> what's it gonna take because because the lies the, the, the gaslighting I can't take anymore no, I can't take I, I can't take any more of it it's driving me crazy yeah, we got Trump tweeting also he went on a tweet meltdown as usual for Saturdays and over the weekend claiming that Robert Mueller's investigation has multiple conflicts of interest Again, here's just a little pro tip. I don't know if I would be pointing out other people's conflicts of interest when my hotel is down the street. Yeah. I'm just saying, these are topics I would stay away from if I was one of the most corrupt and emoluments clause breaking groups of people ever in the history of time. Absolutely. And then, you know, the, the, what kills me about them all is, is that, you know, they just dirty in the waters, yes. just chumming the waters, dirty in the waters, just, just making with more bad things. Yeah, I know. Just they're, making the water yeah. nasty because they're then, nasty. And then Trump goes, he accused the, the media of being driven insane by their Trump derangement syndrome, which I don't think he understands. They're really trying to push that Trump derangement well, syndrome. It's a real thing. I just don't think they think I think that they're confused about what it is. Yeah. I think that's like they think Trump derangement sy- syndrome means that you're obsessed with Trump, not that you think Trump is deranged and that's a syndrome. <laughs> Cuz I think that's that's how I read it. Mm. You know what? But that this is you know what this is all reminded me of to so take to take better care take of ourselves. Care, I mean take much better care of ourselves. We do cuz we need you. We need you out there. We need you focused. We need you marching and voting and we also need you just take care of you. Take the time to do things for you. And you know what you can do to to do that? You can go to care of vitamins. That's right. Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients personally tailored to your exact needs. That's right. 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. And I'm willing to bet for me it was a whole bunch more before care of. Exactly. Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, and I do, we do try, Angela, it can be hard to get all the nutrients your body needs for long-term health. 
Right, you just got to take this fun online quiz. They make it really easy to figure out what vitamins and supplements you specifically will need. And then you get your subscription box. Which is fantastic. It's the coolest thing ever. It includes um, individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. And your name is on it. It says, Mm -hmm. hi, Angela. And I brought some of them with me. And so it'll have little challenges on it. Like today's challenge, have your favorite thing for lunch. I met that. Yeah. I met that challenge that day. <laughs> I did that. And then they had today's fact. The U.S. has more museums than Starbucks and McDonald's locations combined. See, that made me feel good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would have thought it was the other way around. So you learn something, too. And each one has a different one. Yes. So, And one of the differences is that it costs 20% less when compared to similar brands at local drug and health food stores. And the wonderful thing about it is that you take this short quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices, and, and uses of, you know. What you will use, vegan, vegetarian. Yes. And it creates that personalized vitamin pack just for you. That's so right. you're not going in the store and trying to guess what you need. That's right. And then you can modify your subscription at any time. And no more rep- worrying about replacing multiple bottles or you know how one week they're like, you need this vitamin B with yeah. this vitamin D. And the next week you're like, they do all of that research for you. They take all of that guesswork out of it and, and tell you exactly what to do. Yes. Yeah. So now for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter Frangela. Okay. That's right. For 25% off personalized y'all it's for you we have yes. different ones yes we do oh did we mention the little sticks the cool sticks oh my goodness you get these little sticks and they like they're little like almost like pixie stick powders but they can they're for specific issues like mm-hmm. boosting your immune system or helping with your sleep they're yes. awesome yes they taste good so visit takecareof.com and enter frangela that's takecareof.com and enter frangela for 25 percent off your first month of personalized care of vitamins do it now we love them Mm-hmm. We seriously do. We seriously and do. I, it'll help you, you know, get your stamina, keep your stamina up for the rest of the news. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about the DNC. Uh, oh, do you want to talk about the DNC now? I want to talk about the DNC. Okay, because that's, you know how that makes me. Because the reality <laughs> that is. That puts me in a mood. It puts everybody in a mood, girl. Oh, should I say my complaint? You I told you. You can talk. About you go. Your you tell. You go first, and I'll tell you my. Well, there are so many issues right now with the DNC, and going back to what I was saying earlier about the Bigfoot. If we have to resort to Bigfoot erotica to win, I am concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. We gotta hope we dig up Bigfoot erotica on all the on the Republicans. Absolutely, because you would think the the failing infrastructure, the tax cuts for the rich, the uh, unending war, Mm -hmm. the uh, abysmal the separation of families, the immoral treatment of of all sorts of groups of people. You'd think that there'd be enough. The fact that we have we have a a, an imposter who stole the election, had people steal the election for him, but he didn't pay the hackers. Right, somebody else did. I don't know, but he didn't. But maybe my. Michael Cohen did. Well, that would be his job, you know. I mean, it could be Russia, but it could also be China. It could also be lots of other people. It also could be somebody sitting on their bed that weighs 400 pounds, okay? Okay. <laughs> like, you know, what we're talking about, you know, we now can print 3D guns, Angela. Well, this is the problem, too, because, again, this is another example today in the news of how this cabal, this government, Trump, if isn't really a government that functions because on the one hand the, they made this settlement yes. this state department made this settlement with the company defense distributed they're a texas space group and they 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 made this settlement so that they could print 
um, they could send plans, people you can go to there and get plans to how to print out a 3D gun. Yeah. You can then go to like an office supply store, buy a 3D printer, yep. and go home and make a gun that doesn't have a serial number and is virtually impossible to detect on, say, planes. Planes, exactly. Which means I'm not. nobody should have to take off their shoes again if you're going to let plastic guns. Uh, I mean, and I should be able to bring all the conditioner and lotion I want That's right. to slather my body with <laughs> during the flight. To, to deflect the, the bullets. bullets. Hopefully the bullets will grease off me. <laughs> right. Because so basically, so this this comes out, they weren't supposed to start coming out until later this week. I want to say like Wednesday or right. Thursday. But somehow the plan started coming out earlier. Of course they did. And over a thousand times, they've already been downloaded by over a thousand people. Right. Um, and there's a lawsuit in place. They're trying to stop it. Uh, but, you know, the Brady Group the Brady Organization, but then Trump tweeted, "I'm looking into 3D plastic guns being sold to the public." Already, and and I already spoke to NRA. Doesn't seem to make much sense. But this is your State Department. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. I, you know, I, I do believe that there's like there is there are people in this government that have been appointed and are they're out there carrying out an agenda. You see Steve Munition, and they're they're trying yeah. to you know push through a hundred billion dollar oh tax break for the rich, and they and they are openly talking about violating the the articles of our Constitution and saying why can't the Treasury Department put through uh, tax tax revisions? Why can't we? Why do we have to go that's, to Congress? Because it's stated. Because it's Congress's stated in job. Because it's in the articles. It's the first article, I believe. That like that is one of the, that only Congress can make taxes. Let me say like, this. You can do that. Let me say this, and I mean we need to keep saying this. This man thinks he's a king. Yes. He thinks, and all of these print, all these people think they princes or something. Yes. This man thinks he's a king. It's worse than being a despot. Okay. Yeah. He thinks he's a king, and he thinks that he can make decrees, and that he is yes. all powerful. And then, then the Republican-controlled Congress, the Senate and House, they seem to have forgotten that you are not employees of the White they think, House. They think that they're the lords and ladies. Branch. I'm telling you. You are not. You're this supposed is to be not a co-equal branch of government that is there to be a check and a balance. Exactly. There's, there's an implied sort, semi-adversarial even, relationship between these branches because what happens is they're all there to screw up each other's gig. Mm-hmm. So it's like the president puts through something crazy, then they're supposed to not vote for it, and, the, and then the courts are supposed to strike it down. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if the Congress if tries to put through something crazy, the president's supposed to veto it, or then the co- courts strike it down, and that's why we that's essentially something that the founding fathers, I think, founding owners were extremely clear about. Very, very clear. Um, so, but and then, so you've got Trump saying that he doesn't, he's not sure about something that he's doing. Yes, effectively, which is really a problem. Being able to print a three D gun, yeah, is a huge problem. But you know what? That you know, all they care about is unleashing bedlam. I know people who have actually had charges brought against them for pirating music. Yeah, but you're telling me that it is legal. I can't get a print song <laughs> right. pro- illegally. Right. The federal government will come after me for that. That's right. But they have just okayed me printing out a gun with no background check. That's right. With a gun that has no way of identifying it and that I can ostensibly probably bring onto a plane. Because as we've noticed over the years when they've tested the TSA, people have been able to get on with straight up guns. guns. That's right. Let alone one that's made to not be detected. Mm-hmm. I mean... The fact that Trump would be like, well, I don't know. But you know, the minute he said, he tweeted that, the NRA called him, and that'll he'll have something different to say to tweet later on. This man is shutting, he's, shut, he's threatening a shutdown of he's the government. He's a shutdown if he doesn't get his wall money, which yes. I have to say it every time, Francis, I thought that was Mexico's bill. That's right. 
And did we I, or did we not get told Mexico would pay for the wall? We got told it all the time. And for me, I every time I see a Democrat talking about this, they need to say he said he was the Mexico was going to pay for the wall. Why is he even and coming to us? And they're not. They're not. I don't know why people. It's as if, I'm it's, tell as if you. it's as if so. the D the Democrats cannot figure out talking points. Well, this is the problem when you're willing to abandon your platform at the slightest rumor of maybe getting some white cis white straight male in Kentucky to vote for you one when you're willing to drop everything if you can get Joe the plumber on your side yep. rather than the half of the country that's not even voting or rather than playing to your base which is the only reason you have anybody in office which is by the way mostly us yeah. <laughs> you know um, and, and I look at this and I'm like they uh, the problem I don't understand why it's the same thing I felt this way during the OJ trial hmm. when you watch him it was months and months and months right and we right. watched it yeah. and um, I remember thinking you know I get that there's medical evidence and I get that you want to go over it but what I do also get is that people's eyes glaze over mm-hmm. and I was like why don't because if it were me and I, taught, I remember talking my mom's a lawyer I remember saying to her would it be wrong as if the prosecutor I went there's his blood's at the scene we rest yeah would that have been so wrong yeah. you know <laughs> like because I think that they, they, there was some issue around bringing in his past domestic violence issues right um, but uh, that's my first give try mm-hmm. you know but after that I go his blood's at the scene and he's well known to she's called the police on him this many times blah yeah and instead of doing those months and months and months of tedium yeah. and setting yourself up, you just gave them the longest tee up in history on coming up with a good slogan. Yeah. You know, if it does not fit, you must acquit. That was stupid as hell, too. Trying yep. to get him to put on. I would, who was going to put on the glove? glove right. Who's going to put? Who will ever I'm going to tell you something. If I'm accused of murder. <laughs> And you have an incriminating piece of evidence that one way to prove that I've done it is that I can effectively use it. Right. I'm a, I don't care if it's a chair. If they say the murderer was sitting in this chair, watch me not know how to sit in the chair. Ooh, oh, 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 I can't. oh, you can't. Oh, oh, my oh, oh, what is this thing? I've never. Your honor, she your clearly honor. cannot I, sit I in a chair. Sit She's in chairs, never sat. I've never She's sat in never a chair in my life. Her ass hammocks. flaps to the left. I only use hammocks. <laughs> I don't know what this it thing is. I mean, so that was stupid. She's got angles on her ass. <laughs> exactly. I, but it's absolutely true. I'm looking at this and I'm like, how hard is it to say, to say, and they're like, oh, how do we message? How do we message? How about this? Yeah. You're not getting this tax cut. The rich people are. How about this? How do you feel about the fact that we're not, our allies seem to be more and more Iran, China, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> like, like and and Russia. Russia. Is that, is that the world you want to, that you thought you were living in? Yeah. Is that um, America, American values? How, how do you feel about having TSA have a secret program to watch you that we're just not fi- now finding out about quiet skies? How do you uh, watch, watching all of us without any probable cause? Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 you know what we have to throw out? That mm. that Frangela is, you know, we can see the future. Yeah, we can. Because let me tell you something, y'all. Oh, that's y'all. right. We were Rand so right. Rand Paul we're... has decided that he's going to vote for Kavanaugh. We should have made sure you're sitting or if you can sit, because I yeah. don't want to make that assumption Cause, anymore. Because we, we, we called I it we last this, week. I believe we said this last week. The fact that it even got an article, I think, is stupid. That's such a waste of typing. It's like, dude, we all knew to rant. Come on. He couldn't get no attention. Come on. I was like, Rand, somebody's got to tell you, your, 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 your Jerry Curl used to get some attention. Yeah. But there's a new crazy in town and it's out crazy and you're crazy. Absolutely. And that's just the way it and, is. And the hair is far more interesting. It really is. The head beast mm-hmm. is far more interesting than his head situation, which just feels like old. Yes. Kind of retro and weirdly wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Angela. Yes. In all of this, I need my rest. Oh my gosh. 
Even ah. as tired as you are, the question isn't if I'm tired, it's can I get a good night's sleep? Exactly, exactly. Do you spend the night tossing and turning? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's hard when you're trying to go to sleep and you just can't ever get to that comfortable position. And then when you wake up, and I wake up with my neck completely stiff, and it's like I didn't even, I'm laying down is supposed to make me feel better. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, now we have a great new company that we're working with. It's Purple Mattress, okay? And you can get the rest that you need because I'm going to tell you something. We need it, y'all. That's right. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. Absolutely. The founders of Purple Mattress are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds and wheelchairs. People who really, really need it. Right. They understand how important sleep is and the quality of your sleep affects the quality of your daily life. Mm -hmm. The purple mattress is going to feel probably a little different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses its brand of brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. Mm-hmm. Hello. It was. It's not like the memory foam that you might be used to. Yeah. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. Both firm and soft. It does at each area. Mm-hmm. It supports it. Mm-hmm. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. Which is a huge deal for it's me. Huge. I hate being hot when I sleep. And yes. so it's a huge deal for me. It's a 100% risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. Mm-hmm. It's backed by a 10-year warranty. There's free shipping and returns and free in-home setup and old mattress removal. Which is very important. Very important. You're going to love purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress, okay? That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. That's right. Just go to purple.com and use our promo code FRANGELA at checkout. That's purple.com code FRANGELA. The only way to get this free pillow is to use our code FRANGELA at checkout. Purple.com code FRANGELA. Do it now so you can get some sleep. Do it now. As soon as possible Mm. because then you have to wake up so we can talk to you more about things like Les Moonves. Yeah. Um... Well, if you, know you didn't read the Ronan Farrow um, article mm-hmm. last week about Les Moonves, the president, is he the, the, the president of, of CBS? CBS? Yes. Um, we've never met, but we were on a phone call with, I believe. Yes, we were. Um, he, the accusations of sexual harassment going back several years yeah. um, from several different people like Ileana Douglas uh, and many more. going back 20 years. Yeah. Are... are horrifying yeah um the the accusations and just it's just so i guess they've cbs is hiring an outside um investigator right. investigation into it because yeah you know this is less Memphis was on he's part of the me too movement, movement. like one of the people who's yeah. talking about accountability you know what and you know this is one of the things people were talking about that he has so many women coming out uh to support him the, and I think that uh, Joy Behar said it best on The View this week. She said, you know, just because this guy didn't do anything wrong to you does not make him a good guy. Yeah. And, I, you know, I and, don't understand that. I've met with this. I don't I will never understand this defense yeah. of someone. I've, I've met with Luz Moonves several times over the years and he's never once harassed me. Oh, OK. Then I guess it didn't happen to anyone else. Exactly. Because I know that Jeffrey Dahmer meant a lot of people. <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't eat all of them. He did not eat all of them. No, and if, yeah. if that's how we're making the judgment that some got away, mm-hmm. um, th- th- there's a specific, re- you know, these people, it's, it's predatory behavior yeah. uh, that people are really specific about the people they harass, you know, and, and I just, I find that it's such a weird thing to say. And it's weird for, and I'm going to tell you something, call, I need feel like we have to call women on that behavior because, you know, just because you want to stick, stick up for the guy you like and that you got along with and that you you may be absolutely right he may have been a perfect gentleman with you but clearly he was if if, the, if he has this many people coming out and making claims these are really harsh horrible claims of base of assault yes i'm not even talking we're not even talking about the run of the mill just asking asking you out or saying you're talking about you. i'm talking straight up assault yes so the reality is is that yeah it has to be investigated he we have you have to deal with it and maybe we we actually let that happen before we start you know worrying about you you have to have the investigation it's the same thing you know um across the board i feel like the there are people are coming out and several cast members coming out to ask that james gunn be reinstated as director Mm -hmm. for guardians the next guardians of the galaxy and and people keep talking about how he apologized and i guess if somebody could send this to me i'd appreciate it because i've yet to see this apology Mm -hmm. and it could be that he did it and i missed it somehow in the news right but i've heard him talk about i'm a different person now but i have not seen anything where he said i'm sorry yeah um for the things i said or did or i you know and it wasn't funny it was no it was was crass I've heard gross. Is, is, is the same old tired ass explanations of I was I'm a different person now, which to me is an admission of some level of guilt. That and then, but then also um, that was at the start of my career, and I was trying to be provocative. Well, you know, we we've had a start of our career too, and you're not going to find those jokes unless somebody's busily planting them right now. Yeah. you're not going to find that. So I'm disturbed by how and you know, and John Oliver did a great piece this weekend with um, Anita Hill on Me Too, on sexual harassment at the workplace and how, and how little has changed and how right what we're going through right now happened in the 90s yep. with her. And so this isn't, we hope this is a real beginning, but it hasn't been in the past when it happens. And right. partly it's because I get it. This is the deal. And we've said it, I don't know how many times, Francis. I the way to know this and Alec Baldwin I believe made that horrible was he yeah on um coffee with comedians in cars or whatever he made the the comment about you know I don't even know if I can hug my wife mm. and I'm like well then maybe you should talk to her because it's maybe you're assaulting her right. I don't want, I mean to me I'm so sick of this confusion surrounding harassment really ask yourself if this was a man would I be doing it because I have never in all the places I have worked seen a man walk up behind another man gay straight or otherwise and start massaging his shoulders I have never heard of a man seen a man walk out of another man's office and go now not I'm not saying that men don't harass other men they do yeah but I have not seen these behaviors go down between heterosexual men in the workplace as if th- that you wouldn't do. You put their no. arm on each other's waist and say, you look nice in that shirt. Yeah. Or, never, or put his hand on, on another man's thigh. Oh, yeah. Or up up there in the middle of their, uh, you know, grab their genitalia. Right. Or like all from all the various levels, try to kiss them. All these, ver- you know, when these things happen, that would be great. Qu- nobody would be like, everybody in the room would go, wait, what is that? But somehow. It's confusing. It's confusing to people. Or like, why are these, all these offices have automatic locks from your desk? Desk, mm-hmm. which is another Les Moonves accusation that he was able to lock the door yeah. from his desk, which he did. Yeah. Uh, women are alleging, you yeah. know, a few women have said when they talked to um, Ronan Farrow. And so I just how hard is it to um, stand up for each other? Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, he, this is a white guy. He's had a lot of success. I think he's going to be OK. Um, why don't we hear the stories? Why don't we look into the investigation? And frankly, those jokes I don't care how long ago they were. I can't believe that Disney didn't that they didn't look find that in the first hired him at all. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, because clearly they didn't do any investigation because this is a kid move. It's for families and kids. And that company, I mean, they wouldn't that it doesn't fit in with their brand at all. So that's really annoying um, and frustrating. And I just want to also just pay a little attention to the fact that we now are have a religious freedom task force. Yeah. To make sure that, that people, everybody's a Christian. Yes. Basically. I, Jeff are, Sessions has uh, made just in case you were worried about it. I know you, some of you were going, but wait, aren't the immigrant children, aren't children being given psychotropic drugs without their consent or without needing it? Shouldn't a judge just say you can't do that? Yeah, whatever. We we got to look out for um, the religious freedoms. That's what Jeff Sessions is focused mm-hmm. on. Yeah, so it's just, it's ridiculous the fact that we're out there, you know, that this country feels that you know, and the top cop of this country mm-hmm. feels that we need to make sure that people can be out there and discriminate yeah. against other people. It's it's the chance, the right to discriminate. Um, basically, the the whole premise here, and the one of the organizations that he got help with for this uh, concept, this idea was the Alliance Defense Fund. It's a legal advocacy and um, organizing coalition for Christian nationalists, which is basically another way of saying white nationalists. Yep. Um, and they're arguing. Of course, their argument is that whenever they have to. Um, whenever they are forced to deal with somebody else's civil rights, it hurts their religious freedom. Yeah. So that that's where he's focused. Not on, um, I don't know, a foreign, a hostile foreign government Mm-mm. attacking our democracy Mm-mm. and, and uh, elections. We now, they're saying that in at least two states, they believe there's um, evidence that there was votes, their votes were changed. Absolutely. You know? Well, here's my thing. We all, the, it, it, it's the... W- w- all of our understanding and and might is being eroded every single second in, by this administration. So, what, and what I mean by that is, they really are trying to get us used to the fact that because there's that part of everybody goes, well, I know that you know they changed the votes, I know they got in the in there, but right. to, to get us to the point where we're, we're eroded to even that, to even that, and we get to the point where we don't even because if we find out that a single vote was changed, that invalidates all of them. That, absolutely, absolutely, we should be able to call for a new election in this country if we find that out and. What I believe, what I believe deep in my soul is, is that we won't really ever talk about it for at least another seven to eight years. Well, and I and I do think that the Democrats and and independents should be screaming about this because they aren't doing anything to protect these elections in 2018. No. And and it's a huge problem. And I think part of the problem and I want to bring up that that over the weekend, um, A.G. Salzberger, who's the uh, publisher of The New York Times, um, met with the president and what was supposed to be, according to the White House, asked that it be a private, non-disclosed meeting, which in typical Trump fashion, then immediately afterwards, Trump tweeted about it. Right. After asking that he keep it quiet. Um, and Trump tweeted that basically they talked about how much fake news there was. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then uh, A.J. Salzberg had to come, a, um, A.G., I'm saying J, I'm sorry, A.G., had to come out with a statement based on his note saying that is, in fact, not what we talked exactly. about. I talked to him about how the that term was actually endangering reporters and you should be careful of it but here we go this is my problem new york times and i said it some weeks ago about the daily uh they did the daily had did an interview um a woman who a reporter for the new york times did an interview with what's a stephen miller um at the white house about right. the family separation policy and and where he and what he had to do with it and they recorded it and that i guess somehow the white house didn't realize that the recording was being used mm-hmm. so they requested that the new york times not use the audio so they complied with that request yep 
The Daily and they explain, if you go listen to it, it's the most awkward damn podcast moment. Because well, okay. they're like, well, we, you know, we complied. And I'm like, so you comply with it. Right. And, but then but, you go meet with the man privately. Mm-hmm. And, and what you think's going to happen? Exactly. And Maggie Haberman over the weekend doing the, the, doing the puff piece yep. on Ivanka and Jared. And you know what? And I'm glad people took her to task for it. But, 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 but this you is want, a, they but, still want their in. They right. don't care. Her father has worked there for 40 years. Her mother works there. I mean, she. You know, here's the thing. She is born into the royalty in terms of j- journalism. Yep. And she is never going to do a thing to make sure that it should, to uh, she's going to have that access and make sure she has that access. She will write. Like she was. She was getting critiqued before, so she started writing a little yes. bit of, of, of critique. But you know. Here right back comes. to it. Right I back look, to I it. I look at him and I'm like, why would you agree to a private meeting? Like, like, what are you, Vladimir Putin now? Yeah. Like, why, you know, why would you do that? You're a reporter. Why don't you go to the the pool, mm-hmm. you know, and get these quest- questions answered? And before we before we move on, we do want to make sure to mention that there's a petition that we'd like you to check out. Um, uh, for um, in the hashtags are Black Mamas Matter and a hashtag Justice for like the number four Christelle C R Y S T L E Crystal Galloway. Um, basically, she died on July 9th. Yes, she was. She had had a cesarean section uh, for several days before, and um, and then ended up having a, a suffering a stroke. Right. Mm-hmm. And she suffered a stroke uh, at home and her little daughter called her grandmother. And then um, the grandmother she, I found her unconscious, yes. unconscious. And yes. slumped over. And then the grandmother came and then called the paramedics. And when the paramedics arrived, they would not take Crystal to the hospital, which is only three blocks away. From they would she not lived. take her to the emergency room because they said, quote, thought we couldn't afford it and didn't look, quote, critical. Yeah. Unquote. And then they, they oh, made assur- assumptions that they didn't have insurance, insurance, which, in fact, they did exactly. have insurance. Exactly. And they didn't believe that she was in pain. Yep. Even though she'd had a cesarean just before. Yep. Um, they didn't even check her vital signs or her blood pressure or give her any other basic medical attention. Basically, they looked at her, saw a black person and left. That's right. And she died. They didn't write up any um, reports on it? Nope. Uh, so here's the deal. You know, when I look at this, you know, I, I have, I've been through something like this. Here's the thing. When you have somebody who's been through, a, had a stroke, they had that hour when they between they first have the stroke and sixty minutes you later, a lot can it's happen. called it's called the golden hour. If you can get to it, if you can intervene during that time, that person has a chance. They have a chance, you know. And these people took this woman and her they children's her. chance. As far as I'm concerned, they killed her. They, they killed contributed her. to her death in a meaningful, horrible way. So there's, uh, we'd like you to check out info at colorforchange.org. Just go to colorforchange colorofchange.org and and please look up the Crystal Galloway story and let's do all we can to hold people accountable. Yes. Because clearly we have to do it. Absolutely. Now it's time for emails, emails. Gotta go get your emails. Ooh. Yeah, got a little, got a little like throaty. Got a yeah. little like Tina. Left a good job in the city. I've had uh, little... most of my Red Bull. I thought we talked about not doing that anymore. I said no more. I wouldn't have to. Okay, I was okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to review the transcripts because I thought you I said you weren't to. gonna have any. I got. Have I you had coffee know. today? Also, one cup. I don't. Uh, that one took a really long time to get out your mouth. Cup. Okay, I'm gonna look into this. 
Okay, so we had two people, Mark uh, Mark W. and Jeff Y., write us about this. We did the story about uh, the use of the word sugaling. It was the story from Idiot of the Week about a woman who, for her romantic uh, proposal of marriage, she put um, the engagement ring for her, her partner in a kinder egg and then inserted that into her Happy times. Her v- v- vaginal area. Yes. And yeah. then he uh, got stuck. Got stuck. You should go hear that, idiot, if you want to know more. Yes. But they, they get the, in the reporter, in the article, they kept, a doctor used this word, shugling, and yes. we couldn't find it in the dictionary. Yes. So Jeff uh, wrote us, he said, I was doubled over from the story about the shugling this morning and Angela trying to look it up. Best I can figure, it comes from a German Bavarian word, shung. Like Shunklin. Shunkeln. Yeah. Shunkeln. Or the words Just stop. I don't know what's going on with your mouth over there. She's barely opening her lips and going, it's really weird. (laughs) Either one basically means swaying back and forth. Think of any kind of drinking song where you're just swaying and singing. Okay. I have to learn German because I have to say, German seems to have a word for everything. Yes. Yes. And then Mark W. said, uh, I'm listening to the 718 uh, Idiot of the Week and I have your definition for shugling. Root word is shugal. And, uh, he found it at yourdictionary.com. Yes. Which I'm saying dictionary.com. Get on your game. Yeah, Because yeah. your dictionary just beats you. And it's a uh, Scottish, and he says it has it as Scottish Northern England to shake or, ra- or rock rapidly. Okay. Which sounds like a really bad idea in terms of something being stuck in your vagina. <laughs> right. Like, you know, shake, sugar, shake go sugar it. Sugar it. Sugar it. Sugar it. Sugar it. I mean, shake you like a coat. What is it? A Polaroid <laughs> picture? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you. That's hilarious yes. for looking it up. Yes, yes, yes. Then uh, next we have, this is from... Um, Jesse G. Jesse G. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jesse G says, Hi, ladies. First, thank you so much for the podcast. I've been listening for about a year and uh, recommend it all the time. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. I wanted to let you all uh, know about a party I threw earlier this year before the Illinois, Illinois primary. I had an election preparation wine night. This is the most brilliant kind of idea ever. I had food and drinks set out and told everyone to bring their laptops, tablets, or phones. Whenever a guest arrived, I looked up their address and printed out their sample uh, ballot. Then we all sat around and did research on the candidates. People could call out when they learned uh, something interesting or ask anyone Ask if anyone had already done research on a topic. We talked about serious issues. Does anyone know the difference between the attorney general's candidates or gun, uh, gun control? And kept things lighthearted and fun at the same time. Which of these candidates for assessor has the cutest dog, family dog? Which I, is how I, that is how I do my voting. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that she said she, that my mom was talking this weekend about feeling like she needed to do something similar um, for the Missouri primary, you know, that they should do that. And I, I we just thought it was a great idea. Yeah. And so literally uh, for the, the think of that as something that's a small thing you can do it doesn't have to be fan, fancy no you can, bring some, you can go get you some Trader Joe's turnovers or whatever yeah. or some pizza or whatever have potluck it and have people come over because you're right it's hard to sit down there and do that work yourself especially when you get to like ballot measures and judges and all these kinds of other issues and what does this mean what does that mean so we think that that is one thing you can do and also make sure to get people invite people that who don't vote yes um, and who are new to voting or really have said to you, ah, I'm not really sure, and obviously making sure that you're read, that everybody's registered. What I love about it is, is that if you if you know somebody who seem 
seems or even I can be intimidated, especially when it comes to all the judges. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you can be intimidated by finding that information. Oh, yeah, because I did it for us this year. And it takes yeah. out. It took me a couple days, really. Yeah. It's very hard to to find information on some of these things. Yes, yes, yes. So that's a great idea. Unless, of course, they've written Bigfoot erotica and mm. then you can find it. Exactly. Next up is from Beverly S., she says, hey, Francis and Angela, I really enjoy your podcast and your work on, stu- on the Stuff Show. You are funny and serious at the same time. Oh, you're so kind. Uh, you remind me to be mindful of everyone around me and how they are, they're treated and how I treat them. You guys are great. One of the things I like most about is the way that you encourage uh, people to vote. And I hope you extol the virtues of early voting. Exactly. We've brought this. Uh, somebody else wrote about a few weeks ago about this. Mm-hmm. That's right. Here's the virtue. She says in, in her county, there are usually no lines, especially after the first day of early voting. There are multiple early vo- voting locations. Any voter can go to any location on Election Day. Voters are tied specifically to their assigned precinct. You're not for early voting, apparently. If there's a problem with your voter registration, you might be able to fix it before it's too late to vote. Because if you go in the day of. Mm-hmm. That can be that can be really hard. So um, it encourages, and also this is I thought was a really good part of this. It's never even occurred to me as much as I've complained about it. If you have a flexible schedule, volunteer to be a poll worker. Yeah, I, it's I've complained about poll workers, mm-hmm. and I just sat here and went, you know what? Touche, Beverly S. Mm-hmm. Because I have never even considered doing it myself, and I will this year. I, because that we absolutely if you do it, get involved. Yep. Get involved. Thank you for writing us. You can always write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We're caught up. Yay. Um, and uh, we do answer all of our emails. So please, again, that's frangela08 at gmail.com or go to the final word podcast.com and you can hit the little emails button and I'll take you there too. Yes, yes. That means it's now time for resistance. This is where we give you an actionable item to go out there besides voting and getting other people to vote, which is a constant issue. I'm in doing your calls, 202-224-3121. You don't want no plastic guns. No. Okay. Um, And get the children home. I don't know what this eligible, not eligible BS is about, but get the children home. Mm -hmm. So uh, we went into, this was sent us by our friend Kelly House. Thank you. It's about indivisible. We're 100 days, uh, less than 100 days out now before the election. The midterms. So, um, Indivisible is a great organization that you should definitely be involved in. Um, but they're holding events, or they held events this past weekend. Um, but definitely, we want you to go and check out. Go to the Indivisible website, and is it indivisible.org or is it indivisible? Yes, indivisible.org, mm-hmm. and see all the different ways that you can help make an event, be a part of an event, organize an event, all of that. It is a locally led, people powered movement of thousands of local groups in red, blue, and purple states and in urban, suburban, and rural areas, at least two in every congressional district. And their mission is to power and lift up a grassroots movement of local groups to defeat the Trump agenda, elect progressive leaders, and realize bold progressive policies. So we've mentioned them before, but as we get closer to the election, we are going to redouble our efforts on the voting front. Absolutely. We want to thank our incredible producer, Joy Salvia. We want to thank Lindsay Floyd. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay thank you, uh, Jack Silver. Uh, make sure you write us at frangelazuria at gmail.com and follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O. You won't be sorry. Yes. We've got pictures of Harry Potter's birthday. We've got pictures of us dressed up to go to the Harry Potter movie in 2006. That's right. I'm dressed as Malfoy and you are Dobby. The house elf. Um, we made these these costumes before you start critiquing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. The, see if your five-year-old can do better. That's what I, okay, we're a lot older than but we, it's weird that that's who you want to put us up against. Five-year-old. And also 
I put up my picture because you guys got me my Slytherin sweater for yes. Christmas. I put my, my, my picture of me and my Slytherin sweater. <laughs> I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. The Westwood One Podcast Network. The Ugly Truth with D.L. Ugly. How come he doesn't know it? How come Donald Trump doesn't know it? Well, I guess he thinks it might have been, but he if you think that you're just changing one word from wooden to wood, wooden, wood to wooden, I, I don't know how you think that covers the totality of everything. The Ugly Truth. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network.